I was, uh, I was at the I was at the store the other day and saw this guy. He was going to decide to buy a really nice Christmas tree, and I mean it was, it was a good size one. And the and the cashier said, "Wow, are you going to put that up yourself?" He said, "No, I'm going to put it in the living room." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what you call a uh, hundred rabbits hopping backwards? A receding hairline. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh. Yeah, you know, guys, nice. you know, I tell dad jokes, but, but as you know, I don't have any kids. So I guess that makes me a faux pas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's appropriate. Yeah. That's that. really good. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to the Wayback Chronicles podcast, brought to you by Noel Kirsch, Keith Abbott, and Steve McKelkey. In this episode, we're going to do something fun, off tempo. Uh, well, it seems like most of our episodes are off tempo, so that wasn't matter what we do. But uh, anyway, we're going to have a lot of fun this one, and we're going to tell a lot of jokes, specifically dad jokes. And so, to really sort of tee this off, we're going to ask Keith to sort of tell us about the history of dad jokes how did it all start who's the person i got credit for and i need to know who that person is so keith hopefully you're about to tell us all that stuff there's some great history believe it or not behind dad jokes and history way before that that teed up the phrase dad jokes and i mean we're going to talk a little bit about the person who first coined the phrase dad joke and what it was all about really cool article and also what, who I believe is the father of the dad joke. And you're going to have to hear me out on this one and, and just believe it. But, you know, we all love a dad joke. I, I mean, as far as, as we go, you know, the dad joke is, is a name that kind of came around because it, it's groany. It's something that, that, you know, grown men chuckle about because it's so ridiculous and we just love them, you know, and, and it's one of those things. And, and I know as me as a parent, and it doesn't even matter if you're a dad, if, if, if you have a, a spouse, a girlfriend, anything, when we're at this age, if we can do a good low guttural groan or a massive eye roll, we've made it. We've had a day. Okay. I can check the box that I've made my day. You know, I can go around and say, I took a job as the head of old McDonald's farm. You could call me the CIEIO. <laughs> and right there every guy will laugh and every kid will roll their eyes okay uh, that's so awesome. that's that's what's beautiful about the dad joke it's not necessarily has to do with dads let's be honest with you you know it's it's really a, a, a modern invention that's that's been around forever it's not necessarily the dad being the ingredient but it's it's about the wordplay it's about puns and homonyms all of those are an essential part including the delivery of the line and I think Noel's joke was the perfect example of that. You've got to have the right timing to make sure a dad joke goes off just right. So, I mean, th these these dad jokes have really, if you think about it, they've been around for literally centuries. And I'm talking back, if you look at literary history, first one I can think about over 2,000 years ago, if you look at the book of Homer's Odyssey. So it's in 2,000 years ago this thing's written, but in the story of the hero, Odysseus, He's about to fight this Cyclops. And instead, Odysseus tells the Cyclops his name is Nobody. Well, so then when Odysseus attacks the giant, the Cyclops goes out for help and shouts, Nobody's attacking me. 
well, well, nobody's attacking. So why do I need to help you? You know, and so there's where the, the dad joke in the pun was born. Like, you know, hi, I'm hungry. Hi, hungry. I'm dad. Hi, I'm nobody. Well, nobody's attacking me. It's the same idea. Just a 2000 year old delivery. Right. And, and another one back in, in John L. Clark in 1853 from the book, The Jester. It contains nearly 1000 anecdotes, conundrums and witticisms. And I'm telling you, it is available online and I took a deep dive because some of these are pretty stinking funny. They, they may have a little bit different dialect from where we are today, but here's a, here's a good one. Uh, somebody says, is your house a warm one? Asked a man in search of a tenement or a home, a place to stay. Well, and the, and the person that lives there responds, well, it ought to be. The painter just gave it two coats. <laughs> so it's a warm home, right? And so back in 1853, these things have even come about, right? So it's a good thing. But but really, I mean, who I think is the true father of the dad joke is William Shakespeare, okay? If you, if you go back into William Shakespeare's history, he did more puns than anybody. And, and we'll look at a couple of them. So, you know, the Taming of the Shrew in Act One, Scene Two. Petruchio says to Gumio, his servant, he says he's trying to get him to knock his servant to knock at the door, and he goes, "Knock, I say." And the Gumio guy replies, "Knock, sir. Who should I knock? Because knocking in that history was beating somebody up, mm. right? So instead, I'm not knocking on the door that's right in front of me. I want to go beat up somebody. And so you can just tell all of your wives and your children that all you're doing is essentially." quoting Shakespeare when we're doing dad jokes. Am I wrong? That's brilliant. Yeah, it is brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just what it's all about. So, but, but let's talk a little bit more modern day about what the dad joke brings about. And it really, it goes back to the actual first coined word dad joke went back in the eighties, but, but it really, and I'll talk about that in a second, but the genre really started to thrive. Thank goodness because of social media. Right. And I'll tell you the CIEIO joke off of Twitter right now or X. Okay. So, I mean, it can come up that fast and find them. But in 2017, hashtag dad jokes was one of the most popular hashtags on Twitter. And the U.S. Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council launched the, launched the hashtag dad jokes rule campaign in August of 2017 to use the increasing popularity of this humor to encourage positive father child communication. Thought that was pretty cool. That so they're cool. even going as far as using dad jokes to say, hey, let's foster a better parent um, child relationship. And, uh, you know, the Ad Council president and chief executive officer, Lisa Sherman, said, you know, dad jokes represent more than just a trend. These jokes are smiles, moments, and memories made with one of the most important people in a child's life. And, a, and I think that's awesome, right? That is cool. Um, yeah. and, uh, other fun things about this, it, back in September 2019, it, it got enough traction that Merriam-Webster added the phrase dad joke to the dictionary. How about that? In 2019 is when the dad joke name, and, and you can Google it today and it'll tell you all about it. It's kind of fun. Um, October of 2021, Men's Health compiled 200 of the best dad jokes of all time, sorting them into topical categories of punny, groaners, sick, parenting, and of course, my wife, right? <laughs> and so, I mean, th think about my wife. I, I, when I hear that, I think of Rodney Dangerfield. Take yeah. my wife, please. You know, <laughs> so you talk about another father of dad jokes, Rodney Dangerfield, right? Um, so, and, and then finally, in May of 2022, today published a list of 225 dad jokes in the humor genre, categorizing some as being better suited for adults than for children. I believe that. That's mm -hmm. why Noel told us one offline before we started, right? So. <laughs> real, real quick, I, I got to 
share my favorite Rodney Dangerfield joke because oh, yeah, yeah, I, I told it. it in previous podcast format, but you know, it's like, hey, my wife, she's such a horrible cook. She tried to make chocolate mousse. I got an antler stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, if, you want to go, if you want to go down a um, uh, YouTube rabbit hole, watch oh. Rodney Dangerfield stand up. God, oh man. Hilarious. Especially the Johnny Carson ones. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. I tell you what. Oh, here's an, here's one of his. When I was a kid, my parents moved a lot, but I always found them. <laughs> He's so freaking funny. He oh is funny. So I I gotta before we get into some of our favorite dad jokes, I wanna I wanna talk about um the publication and this is a little wordy, so I, I'll I may let the whole thing ride. I may say it now and edit some of it, but. Bear with me, fellas, because I think this is worth reading if we're talking about the history of the dad joke. So the first recorded actual use of the term can be found in a 1987 Gettysburg Times column by Jim Kalbaugh. On Father's Day of that year, no less, he published this story. And it basically not only introduced the term dad joke to the public, but he also made an impassioned plea to help keep the genre alive. And so I thought I would just kind of talk about this article and like I said, it's a little wordy, but it, it throws in some good dad jokes in there. And I think it's it's important to, to hear if we're talking about the history of dad jokes. So so this is the uh, the name of it is Don't Ban dad, the Dad Jokes, Preserve and Revere Them by Jim Kalbaugh, editor and publisher of the Gettysburg Times. And again, this was published on Father's Day in that newspaper on Saturday, the 20th of June, 1987. So this is in response to a young joke teller that just got, came out of a comedy workshop weeks before he published this that said that dad jokes should all be banned. Okay, so just know that. So this is a kind of a response to that commentary. So he starts off, it says, a young joke teller freshly certificated, I like how he said certificated. Certificated. Freshly certificated by a comedy (laughs) workshop, made his debut on a network television, boldly suggesting that all dad jokes be banned. Dad jokes, he pointed out, are synonymous with bad jokes or bad jokes. (laughs) So as we approach Father's Day, I would like to propose that dad jokes not be banned. They should be revered and preserved. Sure, Dad jokes makes kids and wives wince. You know the scenario. A dad is driving his kids and their friends. And when they pass a cemetery, the dad says, how many dead people are in there? Of course, there's no answer, but the offspring cringe and moan and then mime the response. All of them, dad. Okay. (laughs) I always say, man, people are dying to get in there. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. Of course, like, like you say, and, and you, you're doing perfectly what this article says. It spurs the next. A polite chuckle from the guest only spurs the dad on, Noel. I know. Right. I, keep, I keep going. There's others that follow yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. Why, why do they have a fence around the cemetery? Oh, no. Someone, not a visitor, moans. But dad presses on because people are just dying to get in there, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> a few it's- giggles is all the dad needs to think he's on a roll. Yep. Totally. <laughs> what, did Roy, what did Run Gravestone say to another? Don't take me for granted. I mean, you know, and and he goes on landmarks often set off dad jokes. A drive past the round barn may prompt the question from a dad. Ever know why the dog went crazy in that barn? Because he couldn't find a corner to sleep in. (laughs) So the dad joke is one of the most reliable aspects of fatherhood. It's what children and moms can count on from a dad. It's as sure as three meals on a day at home. There's a a dad, Jeffrey W. Taylor of Carroll Valley. 
He's a dad and an extraordinary one. Multiple sclerosis has paralyzed him, shrouded his sight, and silenced his vocal cords. But his humor, like his mind and heart, is strong. And this is continued from the article, by the way. It's humor that keeps him going. Getting a laugh is one link with his family and friends. In barely audible but labored sports of breath, he whispers jokes to his wife and children. He's a man who at one time couldn't remember a joke, much less tell one, a few years ago. In the early stage of his illness, he found himself sprawled on the bathroom floor, unable to move while his family was away for a few hours. He was swept by a flood of tears from anger and frustration at not being able to get up. Then, suddenly he started to remember jokes. And when his family finally came home, they heard him howling with laughter at his own jokes, those bad dad jokes like, knock, knock, who's there? Old lady. Old lady who? I didn't know you could yodel. <laughs> I saw that coming. <laughs> so Jeff, Jeff Taylor can't yodel, but he can write. And this guy who has multiple sclerosis and, and found light in the darkness through jokes has just finished a book of humor. Of course, this was 20, 30 years ago, has just finished a book of humor for those who are ill, especially those terminally ill. A veteran himself of eight hospitalizations, Mr. Taylor has observed that hospitals are loaded with staff and patients who long for humor. His yet unpublic, unpublished book, he hopes, will, will help somebody else get through an ordeal of trying to cope with illness that can floor them. There's a special draw and durability to the dad joke. They not only last for a whole generation, but they are passed on to those offspring who become dads, and then they pass them on to a succeeding generation, and somehow they always work in their own way. So in, in that cool article, so that, that, that is, is basically cool. the article that spurned the term dad jokes, and, huh. and I thought it was important enough and the way that he worded that, that it was a nice story that somebody needed to see what the roots of it was all about. That's so, pretty, pretty cool. cool. I never knew the never knew the, the background and history of the dad joke. I just thought they've always existed, like dinosaurs or something. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's there's something in the DNA of a man where we have <laughs> to, you know, tell those type of jokes and whether they're funny or not. The three of us are going to laugh at them. You don't respect the dad joke too much. To, <laughs> <laughs> to not laugh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it's kind of like it's a support group, kind of like this. You know, I recently joined a support group for people who talk a lot. We call ourselves on and on and on. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) You know, when you have a bladder infection, you're in trouble. You know how much a hipster what? weighs? How much a hipster weighs? Mm-hmm. I don't. On Instagram. Uh... <laughs> Good one. Good one. This is one I told. This is one my my family always tells. My kids thought this was hilarious, and uh, it's sort of become it's like a family joke. So it's a it's a knock knock joke. So one of you guys needs to respond. So knock knock. Who's there? Impatient cow. Impatient cow. No! <laughs> I know it's coming and I'm still laughing. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so obvious, but the kids just die laughing. They still tell that joke today. They're 20, 21, 19 years old now. But do you guys so hear, uh, this is a little political, but do you guys hear that Donald Trump is banning shredded cheese? He's banning no. shredded cheese. No, yeah. I, I don't know this one. Uh, he, it's all part of his plan to make America great again. <laughs> okay i get it that's a good one <laughs> i love it oh my gosh 
Hey, do you know what happens when you put your hand in a blender? I don't know. You get a handshake. Jeez. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> did, did y'all know that Bruce Lee had a vegan brother? Mm, vegan. No. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to try to find this before you say it, and I can't get it, so tell me. His name was Brocco Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! Okay, that was. I went tall, but I couldn't stand being in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, I have uh, having a dicks in the brake fluid, but it's okay. I can stop whenever I want. <laughs> Oh, you know, I, I didn't think tequila could help my problems, but it is worth a shot. There you go. Yeah. Or two or three. Yeah. Or three. Rest in peace, boil water. You will be missed. <laughs> Here, here's one for all the moms out there. What, what do you call a short mother? Hmm. Don't know. A minimum. <laughs> you know what the what's the best thing about dating a homeless woman? I don't know. You can drop her off anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Jeez. Shouldn't the roof of your mouth actually be called the ceiling? <laughs> Wow, that's deep. That is You're deep. right. <laughs> that is deep. Oh, oh my gosh. You know what you know what you get from a dwarf cow? A dwarf no cow. goods. Mm-mm. Condensed milk. Oh, <laughs> uh, nice. You were gonna get there. <laughs> that was a good one. You know what you call a pit bull that lives in Alaska? I don't know. A chili dog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hey, you know what's what's the worst insult you can say to a ghost? I don't know. You get a life, buddy. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see a burglary at an Apple store, do you become an eyewitness? Ah, good one. <laughs> hey, did you know you know what I found out the other day? Did you all know that arg isn't a word? It isn't a real word. Huh. I can't even express how angry I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, okay. We we each got to do one more. We got to like send it out for other people to send us some on Facebook. What y'all got? I'm I'm going through a string of really bad ones that cannot be repeated online. Hold on. Right. Oh, I know. (laughs) Some of them, some of them you got to hit the filter. Gosh. So, um, what part of the museum makes everyone sneeze? I don't know. The statues. Oh, gee. oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That was okay. That was a good one. You know why your dad always smokes at the neighbor's house? Why? Because their grass is greener. 
<laughs> ax, ax that one. I'll come up with a different one. Hey, that's okay. For our friends in Colorado and New Mexico, they're going to love it. That's true. Yeah. It's legal in some states. It's legal in some states. So yeah. <laughs> I had, you know, I had to go on a, a diet starting today. And, and you know why? Because I, I, I don't just have a dad bod. I kind of have more of a father figure. <laughs> there was no way the jokes good because Noel lasts for a long time. <laughs> it's it's like, the it's the great gauge of, of yeah, good jokes. Yeah. My, Noel's still laughing. I told a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> so is it, this one's stupid. How do cows shop? I don't know. From cattle logs. Oh, oh man, <laughs> one, guys. You have the last one, Noel. I feel like you're fighting for the last one. I, I am. Going as much as you're, you have a you have a freaking vein coming down your forehead. You're looking so hard. So I, I want you to know. The furniture store keeps calling me. All I wanted was one nightstand. <laughs> good times. Hey, good stuff, fellas. Oh, and we literally could go on for another eight episodes, so y'all know. But we're gonna we're gonna cut it with this last one because I know Noel has another one. I can see it. I I can't. Just, I'm, just I'm gonna stop quick. there. For for our listeners in in our old podcast days called the uh, Testosterone Zone, uh, this was a level of anxiety for me. Joke time. Because <laughs> I like being funny, but but to uh, find a joke and for it to be generally be funny was like major stress for me. Yes. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you, but it served you so well. Because even though at the beginning you started off rough, I, I could always, you always knocked them out of the ballpark at the end of that, of that <laughs> show. Because I, I knew you had done your due diligence where Noel and I are like, as the episode's going, we're scrolling to find one. I knew you had one that you was well thought out and ready to execute. Oh, I was, I was, I was looking for days and days and days. <laughs> like, there was never a day untouched by a joke search, but uh, I can tell you tonight that anxiety was back. <laughs> I don't miss that for a moment. Right. And that's why we're doing one episode and one episode only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve's yeah, PTSD. Oh yeah. That's right. <laughs> So we'd love to hear your your dad jokes or your favorite jokes, and uh, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. And as we go into the holidays, I think we all are looking for something to say around the dinner table that can break the ice. And so we we love them. The greatest thing about dad jokes is usually they're very good, clean, fun, something that everybody can either groan or laugh about, but you're never worried about saying them because they're just fun and innocent. So please, please post on our social media pages your favorite I don't care if it's a dad joke or just your favorite wholesome jokes that you love to tell around the dinner table. And we would love to hear them and share them with the rest of our listeners and our followers on our social media platform. So please, please, please open the floodgates and let's hear your best ones. Yeah. Love to hear them. All right. So we're going to do a little contest here. We're going to post your favorite joke on our social media. Um, we're going to collect all of them together. We're going to put them into a poll and the all the view, all the listeners are going to vote in the poll, and the person with the most votes is going to win some really cool Wayback Chronicles swag that you're definitely going to want. So come up with your best joke, post it on social media, and may the best or worst joke win. That's right. Yeah, we'll we'll put them in. We'll we'll, we'll the three of us will vote on the top four. Sounds good. Well, Sounds yeah. good. Top four. Yeah, so we'll. We'll, we'll accumulate all of them, and the three of us will vote on what we think the best four are. And of those, we'll send a poll out with those four, and the, and the winner of those, that poll gets the swag. Nice. 
And awesome. we'll have some good swag for this one because I think I think we're do some good swag for people. So we'll make I it worth so. your while. I think so too. Thanks so awesome. too. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Noel, Steve, I know it makes you anxiety, Steve, but I just love this. Pint. This just makes me so happy. This is, this is, this is one of my favorite episodes because I love yeah. telling jokes. It's the best. <laughs> Absolutely. No question about it. So thanks, guys. And we will talk to everybody in our next episode, which I believe is going to be a deep dive that Noel's going to be doing for us. So I'm looking yes. forward to his deep dive of something that he feels is relevant through the 1970s to the present that hits home for him that he wants to share about. So I'm looking forward to that. It's a, ne- a new segment that we'll be starting with all three of us taking deep dives periodically in things that are relevant for us. And we look forward to sharing the first one, Noel. We don't even really know what it is, so I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Thanks a lot, everyone. Guys, to close this out, I just found out that I'm colorblind. Mm. The news came out of the orange. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can do a dad joke. I once traveled back in time to Mount Rushmore before it was carved. You could say its natural beauty was unprecedented. Oh, come on. That there is funny, I think. Thanks for listening to the Wayback Chronicles. All shows are written and produced by Noel. Keith and Steve, massive thanks to those who made these memories possible for us through the years. All songs, sounds, and effects have been attributed in the comments section and through links listed on waybackchronicles.podbean.com. We look forward to taking you way back again in the very near future.